You're listening to Supervision with a Vision, where we discuss all things supervision. I'm your host, Sarah, professional counselor, marriage and family therapist, play therapist, eating disorder specialist, and cookie lover, with my co-host, Heather, marriage and family therapist, certified together in Texas counselor, a Texas transplant from California, and outdoor adventurer. Hi, welcome to Supervision with a Vision. Today, Heather and I are talking about landing the perfect position. This week, we read How to Land an Internship You're Excited About in 48 Hours or Less, published in Counseling Today 2022. That sounds crazy. I know, it does sound crazy. And the first point was Google. So start your search. Right. Well, today, we're thinking about as a student, as a supervisee, and our own searches for jobs. So how have you seen this happen for students? I think students often get led by teachers, by faculty that says, hey, these are some agencies we already work with or these are some places we already know of. That's usually a good like you're taking notes in class, write those things down. Yeah. So you're taking some guidance from people. You're starting your search, not just wide open. Right. I mean, we we said Google, but Google is pretty broad. Mm-hmm. So as a student, you're getting some of your direction from the people that you're looking to as experts. Right. And I think sometimes that's tricky if you're not going to be working where you've gone to school. True. Yeah. Like so many of the students that I've taught in practicum or internship, their program is virtual or they're virtual. Right. And so then they're looking for a position where they don't have a lot of foundation with their teachers are not there. Their professors aren't there. So right. they're trying to do a lot of that on their own. Yeah. I did have a student, I think it was in 2020, actually. I think she was mid-program when everything shut down. But one of her assignments was to call, and I don't know why this number, but she had to call 18 places. Ooh, that feels like a lot. But it was because they were virtual and it was, you won't know, you're just going to make cold calls and see, like, do you take internships? Do you take internships? You know, over and over Ooh, again. Yeah. Which I guess you get good at if you practice enough time. True. But she was um, frustrated with the experience because also it was just the wrong timing in the world. Yeah. No, it, people are like, no, right now we don't take intern. No. Yeah. <laughs> this is not uh, a thing we're doing. Maybe that's why she had to call so many. Right. A lot of the students that I've known, the school helps them to some degree, but it's also up to them to some degree. That the school is maybe filtering mm-hmm. out programs that maybe they have more confidence in. Right. And places where they have less confidence. But I don't even, I can't think of any program that I've been involved in where they actually placed you. They did all the legwork and just. I don't actually know of any of those. Yeah. What was your practicum or internship experience like? Did you find that for yourself? Did someone help you? I had a very unique experience. I was already working at an agency. Oh, you lucked out. I got very lucky. (laughs) So that was very good. But also the school I went to had a counseling center, like a community outreach center. So that also. They let us, uh-huh. I mean, with a lot of guidance, but yeah, yeah. they let us have, mm-hmm. I think you had to, we had to apply and we had to be in good standing and had to interview with the director, just like you yeah. would for a job. Right. But it was a great experience as far as that goes, because you got your hours and almost instant feedback. Yeah. So that's not exactly the opposite or different than what we described, that you started your search, you lucked out because your search was really narrow. Right. <laughs> and you had some good places to look at right away. But you searched and then you had to kind of filter out what was going to work or not work. Right. I can't exactly remember. I think I must have been given a short list from school because I did end up at places that all of the my faculty 
had connections with in some way. Right. Like yeah. that they knew someone there or they'd worked with someone there before. Some, you know, some that, kind of connection. Yeah. yeah. Though I, most of my peers, my classmates, stuck with the same place the entire time. And I actually had three different sites. Okay. The first one I went to would have been a really good site. They just didn't have a lot. Of, they weren't busy. Okay. It was a nonprofit. Yeah. I only got a couple of hours that first semester, and the school helped me to identify that wasn't going to work. Okay. I wasn't going to get enough. So, And I remember that the the professors that were involved in helping me make that decision actually said that they kind of felt bad that I'd gotten that, that site and that right. didn't work out well. And so they helped, more actively helped me find the next one. Right. Ironically, that one went a little bit left also there was major ethical problems uh -oh. people were fired and <laughs> um so they actually because things went so awry they the i was there one semester the following semester they did they stopped taking any students at all okay not because the students had done anything wrong but they really needed to rebuild the program got it so on to the third mm -hmm. location but it really i feel like each each change i got better and <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's part of it, right? Because yeah. every experience you're going to build a different skill. Mm -hmm. Well, each location got better. By the the my last site that I had while I was in school, I loved, and it was a really good experience. And not only did I enjoy it, and I got lots of hours, but it did help me reach my goals too. Yeah, so. it's great. Okay, so step one: start your search. Sometimes people get help. Sometimes they get less help. Sometimes mm -hmm. the help is not all that helpful. But you start your search. And like you were describing, the student that you knew, 18 phone calls. I know. It's a lot. If your search is really broad, it's going to feel hard. Right. And I think you have to do it with a mindset of like, you have you have to get this information. You have to know who will take interns, associate, who who will. Because if you don't know who, we can't even apply. Okay. So, so you're saying you've got, you've got to just jump in there and start trying to figure it out. Right. But certainly knowing somebody or having kind of the inside scoop. Right. Help. Guidance. <laughs> helps a lot. Okay. The next step we talked about was the importance of making connection. Mm -hmm. What do you think that means in the search for your perfect job? I think that is everything. The connection you have. So many times my supervisor helped me out with some kind of connection that he knew or that, hey, did you hear about this program? You should look into it. This sounds like you. So that has been always something that matters. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we took our, we led ourselves right to that point because both of us said that our practicum and internship sites were because of connections that we had. Right. And I think that's important. It's also important for those connections to be people that actually really know you, right? Like they know what kind of person you are. They know, I mean, if I'm going to apply for something and it's your contact, mm -hmm. I'm going to follow up with them and say, like, mm -hmm. My colleague, Sarah, told me about this mm -hmm. so that, you know, when I'm making a connection, they know. Yeah, that makes it sound like a blind date. It is. It's totally a blind date. <laughs> All of those strategies apply. <laughs> like, if you're counting on a friend of a friend of a friend right. to know <laughs> that this is going to be a good match. Right. Uh, might not be a good match. But if this is a friend that you really that knows you really well and that you trust and they say this is a good match for you, then it's right. a greater chance that it's going to be a good match. Hmm. Okay. I always felt like the, when you had a connection, it made for, it was going to be a better bet. Yes. I have clients now, who you know, teenagers, college students who are applying for jobs for the first time ever. Right. That seems so frustrating. Mm -hmm. 
When I mean, when I applied for my first job in high school, I like filled out a piece of paper and handed it to the person who right. ultimately hired me. Right. They're like, uh, you look like a good fit. Yes. Right. Come to work tomorrow. Right. <laughs> and now, I mean, I your daughter's probably mm-hmm. doing this. Like you apply online and yes. it just like goes into the abyss of well, and the it, internet. It is a lot of agencies. Um, and this was my daughter's experience recently is like the global parent company is like who you're applying to. And then they're like, oh, yes, you said you live in Dallas, Fort Worth, and you wanted this location. Like, it it has to go so big, corporate, to get weeded out to go to the manager of this location. So, I mean, they're definitely taking the connection out. Yes. But what I hear from all of the, all my clients that are in that age range that are trying to find their first job is... One, their parents are totally annoyed, yeah. right? Because they're like, you need to go follow back up with that right. application. And they're like, like, with who? Who yeah. would I call? But there is no one to follow up with. Right. Or there is no way to make a good impression. Mm-hmm. Your information just goes out there and you hope yeah. somehow it gets filtered out. That's so right. hard. So we're saying in this kind of a situation, finding an internship that you're excited about, that your chances of finding of you being a good match and them liking right. you and you liking them is that you actually have some connection yeah i really do believe that helps even mm-hmm. if it's very small there's some kind of connection i feel like my whole path from the time i was getting my very first hours and even now i would say even as a supervisor a lot of things that i do or talks that i give are because of a connection mm-hmm. absolutely i know i've said this before one of my mentors in my master's program she was already setting me up for a lot of those opportunities. I had no idea. I right. was not thinking <laughs> ahead enough to think about I should present at this or I should get involved in this organization or I I wasn't thinking about any of that. She was. And man, those connections, even this many years later, continue to benefit me. Yes. That I think every master's level program that I have taught for I became involved in the program because of someone that I knew, someone that I went yep. to school with, right, with or someone somebody. I'd worked with, right. someone who supervised me. All, in some way, there was like one or two degrees of separation between me mm-hmm. and that program. And it has been a huge benefit. Yeah, it's great. And I think, it, like we said, you're trying to find a match, not just that they like you, but that you like them. Right. Most recently, the program that I'm teaching for, I knew that. I would appreciate them and like them because the person I knew went, you'd like this group. Right. This fits you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that's important. It is important. Okay. Our last point, seeing results. First, you got to start your search. Then having connections is a big, important help. And then what kind of results come from that? Well, like following up. So if someone sends you back an email and says, no, actually, our internships are full. Check back in the fall. Follow that email. Mm-hmm. Like follow up with that connection mm-hmm. of like, oh, thank you so much for the info. You know, okay. I will definitely follow up with you in September or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Oh, I like this. So the you're saying the answer that you're hoping for might not always be what you get, but that doesn't always mean it's a bad thing. Right. doesn't mean that you yeah. won't look into it later yeah. or that something else might come up of just keeping that connection mm-hmm. open. I'm trying to think that you might not get the answer that you want and not to let the thread go. Right. That they're, you know, keep following back up. I'm trying to think of an example of a supervisee or a student I've had where that was their situation. Can you think of any that you thought if they hadn't followed back up or... Actually, 
one of my current supervisees. Mm-hmm. If she hadn't have followed back up, like, like I had already said, well, I won't be able to take anybody else under supervision until August. Like mm-hmm. my schedule in the summer was too crazy with mm-hmm. traveling mm-hmm. and different things for a brand new supervisee. Mm-hmm. And and she said, okay, great. I'll follow up with you later. And I was like, okay. Like I did not think that that was even, I liked her. We were a good fit, but I was like, we'll see. And then she got back to me at the very end of August and was like, okay, I've applied to these different positions, but I really need a supervisor. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, here like, you are. Here you are. Yeah. And it was great. And huh. it felt pretty good. Yeah. So, Huh. You know, I think we were actually talking about this before we started recording. The connections that we make and that those relationships continue even after supervision. Right. One of my supervisees that I think fits this, you know, seeing results, don't mm-hmm. lose the thread, keep in touch. She and I, I was her supervisor because I worked for a company that was providing her supervision. Okay. And that, that was you. Through me. Right. And then she left that company. I left the company. She left the company. I don't remember which happened first, but we stopped supervision. And I want to say a full year later, she called and said, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Where are you now? Yeah. <laughs> and she wrapped up her out. She just said, I'm ready to wrap this up and get this done. And we finished up her hours together and it was really nice. It was really enjoyable. Great. Yeah. And we still keep in touch that I think even after she finished, and maybe it was a year after that, I called her and said, what are you doing? (laughs) I heard about a job that I think would be a good fit for you. Right. Um, So good to, I mean, I think that fits with making connections, but also what's the result? Right. The result might not be something. What about, can you think, I wonder if it's ever happened that, you applied for something or wanted something, and it it wasn't a yes, but instead something else was offered or a different opportunity mm-hmm. came up or something else was available that made sense or worked. Can you think, I don't know if that's ever happened to me or something. I had something happen to me before grad school. Like after undergrad, I applied for a position and it was a no for the position that I really, really wanted. But it was a yes for this other position that was pretty much like what I was already leaving. And I was like, no, I'm not really interested. And my parents were so upset with me because, well, you need, you, first of all, you need a job. Mm-hmm. Like you need to do this. But and I was like, yeah, but isn't, there's no growth. There's nothing yeah. that's going to happen uh, with this. this yeah. I might as well stay at my job I'm currently at. And they're like, but it's $1,000 more a year. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to do it for $1,000 more a year. So... I think sometimes it's figuring out that transition. Like, mm-hmm. do you really want this? Do you, I mean, not mm-hmm. just, okay, you're going to get your hours. Well, yeah, but you don't want to get your hours at a horrible location where you yeah. get no guidance. I mean, yeah. then it's fruitless. Yeah. I think, I mean, maybe some of the result is, did you reach your goal? Maybe that's what we're saying to each other is whatever the result is at the moment, you might not be able to see it. Right. But in the end, there's more. Did to you, it. yeah, did right. you reach your goal? So for you, like a thousand dollars, not the goal. Right. That was not careless. That prize was not right. big enough or good enough, but that there were other goals that you could reach that right. felt like, I don't know. Is that too hokey to say more in line with what you really no, wanted? No, that's not hokey. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. So I think that's true. I can, I'm trying to think of any examples for myself. I Again, I think I've had supervisees like that, like the one that we worked together and then she found me later. Mm-hmm. Um or maybe people who started out in one position and it didn't work with family routine or whatever. whatever. Right. Or maybe even I've had people who may, probably started supervision with me thinking I really want to work with kids mm-hmm. or even I really don't want to work with kids. Right. And then at some point changed right. and realized, yeah, 
I just thought of one as you were talking. I tried to quit an internship because <laughs> yeah. life was too fizzy and crazy. You're saying family life cycle. Uh-huh. It was too crazy. The boys were really little and it was just a lot. And I was like, I don't need to keep doing this. This is driving yeah. me nuts. Yeah. And they would, oh, no, 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 no. What? You, no, no. Actually, you may not quit. Like, what do you need? And so mm-hmm. I like was ridiculous. I was like, I will only work Tuesday and Thursday from four to eight. I mean, it's something really like wacko compared to what I was working already. Mm-hmm. And they went, okay. Yeah. And I went, oh, I mean, maybe I should. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that's one of the things that, you know, like that relationship with that agency still, and we're talking a decade later, is like a connection I have that brings in that's true. people yeah. that, well, there, I, that's my reframe for today. I can think of, I worked for an agency and ma- actually it was my perfect position at the time. And then it wasn't so perfect. And I actually applied for different jobs within that organization and didn't get mm-hmm. the job I was applying for. And at the time I was so bummed out and thought, man, I am so qualified. Right. I am, Why don't I, I am, get this? Yeah. I'm the best person for this position. And I had counselor friends who told me, you don't want that. <laughs> you don't even want you don't, it. Yeah. You know, that's not mm-hmm. a good thing for you. But what has come from that are a ton of connections that I right. continue to benefit from. And I think in a, in a really cool way, all of those people have grown and changed and moved on to different things. And so have I. Right. And those good connections are still really useful. Yeah, they matter. Yeah. So I don't know. That almost makes me think, Heather, that and maybe this is how I'm feeling. We're talking about landing the perfect position. This feels like a moving target, an ongoing. <laughs> yeah. It almost makes it sound like what we've talked about is that that perfect position is still out there. Right. And that, I don't know, have you found your perfect position? Well, I mean, yes. I recently had to write a resume because I hadn't written one in a long time. And yeah. I was like, I don't know how to do this because I only do private practice. And what is this? What if, What yeah. am I doing? Well, but for now, it's the perfect position. Yeah. I think that I would do other things later. But well, that's now. what I think. That's right. what I'm saying. I think then we have not found the, the it right the right. the place where we're going to stop. So I think that's cool. So we are both still open to thinking about right. the perfect position. Right. But definitely, as supervisors, we are helpful and involved in helping other people find great positions. Very good. Thanks today for listening to Supervision with a Vision. Please let us know about any topics that you might be interested in hearing about. Thanks. You've been listening to Supervision with a Vision. Head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Therapy Academy to join the conversation and get show notes. We'll be back next week with more Supervision with a Vision.